Hello, welcome to Gunfighter Cast, episode number 132. I'm still here with Joe Wire. Joe's the director of training and SRT team commander for Alliance Police Department and range master for one of the nation's top training facilities. You guessed it, Alliance Police Department or Alliance Police Training. Uh, hey, Joe. Hey, how you doing? Welcome back. Thanks for having me. This one is actually a couple days later, so it's not like we just recorded it. Yeah, we've changed clothes and everything this time. We have. And uh, <laughs> today we just finished the last day, the fourth and final day of uh, Explosive Breaching Course. And we had officers here from all over the country. And uh, it, it was awesome. And thanks for, first of all, thanks for letting me come here and do this. Hey, we, I hope you had fun. Uh, hope you learned a lot. Uh, it seems to be a lot of officers left here today with uh, some uh, bits of knowledge that they didn't have before. Um, you know, we'll have another uh, explosive breaching class probably in November or December. I can already tell you that my patrol rifle vitals class that I teach law enforcement is it, just, it got enhanced. It, it got better because of what I saw and what I got to do today and the conversations that we had while we we're applying some of the, the skills and everything else this past week. It's been great. Uh, this episode, we're going to talk about home defense. And I'm talking with a guy who knows a little something about that because he's responded to how many? Situations that have happened, break-ins while people are home, invasions, uh, something that was scary having to do with, with home defense. And it could be a break-in or anything. How many? Uh, well, you know, over 22 years, who, who knows? I don't, I, I wouldn't even know how to count. Hundreds? Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't, you know, that might be exaggerating a little bit, but, you know, uh, it's definitely a, a common thing, you know. And what's more common is uh, situations where someone hears a noise in the middle of the night and they think someone's broke into their house and they suddenly realize they don't know what to do. And, and that's exactly what we're going to get into right after this. Primary Weapon Systems, or PWS, is a state-of-the-art machine shop in Boise, Idaho. PWS makes almost all their rifle components in-house, and the parts they don't make, they acquire from the highest quality manufacturers in the United States. The Mod 2 Series rifles from PWS are some of the most feature-rich ARs on the market. One of those features is the Mod 2 Enhanced Buffer Tube, which has a ratchet lock design that eliminates the need for staking while providing a solid lockup with the ability to remove it easily in the future. Go take a look at primaryweapons.com. Primary Weapon Systems. Because it's time. All right, Joe, as a guy who's responded to a lot of calls uh, or investigated a lot of burglaries or invasions or any of those things, when it comes to home defense, and this is, man, this is broad, very, very broad question, uh, where do we start? Uh, first of all, uh, you need to have a, a plan, right? Uh, you know, uh, everybody's home's different. You know, uh, if you uh, live on a, a two-story house and are, you and your family all sleep upstairs, uh, your plan uh, might be uh, drastically different than a person that uh, lives on one floor uh, and, uh, you know, has to traverse a first floor where the bad guy is likely to have broken into uh, to check on your family. Um, we can start... Uh, by uh, making sure that we have uh, good hardened uh, doors and locks uh, and that uh, the windows are kept shut and that you have a good alarm system. Uh, you just went through eight days of breaching. How difficult is it to breach a person's uh, home door? Uh, any door, yeah. Any door. So so easy to get into. So, yeah, uh, and especially... Um, I don't care if you bought those $500 locks. And you put the extra reinforcements on there, and, and the, the, it might slow us down 
a, a, a bit, but uh, maybe make us make a little bit more noise. That's right. But it's uh, and which is a good thing. Early right. warning stuff. Yep. But uh, and there's nothing wrong with any of those things. But if so, if there's a determined person who's determined to get in your house. They're getting in your house. They're getting in the house. Yep. Um, so, you know, the, the first thing, you know, is uh, having a plan, making sure that you have uh, training. If you're going to use a, a firearm to defend your family, make sure that that's stored properly, yet easily accessible, like we talked about in the uh, previous video, uh, previous uh, uh, cast. Um, but, uh, you know, if you're going to arm yourself, you need to make sure that you're able to make good decisions based on the laws in your state on uh, use of force and making sure that it's actually a bad guy that's coming into your home. Absolutely. So let's say we, uh, you know, windows, for example. What can I do to, to harden a window? Um, there's uh, lots of stuff that you can do, uh, making sure that the locks are in good repair, uh, making sure that the locks are engaged. Uh, lots of times we find homes uh, that, uh, you know, the, the window might be closed. Summertime, but, somebody had it open and they just didn't lock it back when they shut it. That's right. You know, or uh, sometimes the windows, uh, because of humidity, uh, might have swelled up a little bit and they don't quite close enough to get to that latch. You know, make sure your windows are in good repair. Uh, you can uh, uh, put film uh, on your windows. Uh, 3M makes some uh, good film. Uh, that uh, you can put on there that helps resist uh, someone from breaking the window. I've tested some of this with uh, bricks, baseball bat, um, and you put that film over there. There's a few different brands out there, 3MSM, and then there's uh, uh, Embassy Film. Uh, maybe that is 3M brand, I can't remember. But you put that stuff over the windows, and then they're they're tough to break. Right. It's, uh, uh, they, 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 they stay together. Yeah, I've done some uh, testing on that stuff, and uh, the key thing about that is it has to be installed properly. If you don't take the time to install it properly, uh, you're you know you're fighting a losing battle there. So if you're gonna uh, spend your hard-earned money getting stuff like that, install it properly uh, for sure. Uh, the other advantage of that stuff is it helps keep the glass together uh, for uh, other types of disasters, tornadoes, um, earthquakes, any kind of stuff like that. It helps keep the glass together. Uh, so when it falls into the room, uh, your you and your family aren't getting cut up on the glass so easily. Um, Next thing that you need to do is uh, make sure that uh, the landscaping is nice around your house uh, and that the lighting is uh, appropriate. Uh, you know, bad guys like dark, shadowy er areas where they can uh, lurk undetected uh, while they're trying to uh, uh, pry that window open or door open. Um, so you want a nice, clear view from, you know, for the neighbors to be able to see the uh, perimeter of your house or be able to see it from the street. A lot of folks recommend thorny bushes near the windows and, and those kind of things. Just one more thing for the guy to not be happy with, but I could dress and defeat thorny bushes. Right. I, I've I've not ever really seen it. You know, I mean, I, I've, I've like Holly's not going to stop me. <laughs> no. From, from getting no. in the door. And, 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 and in fact, you know, most people trim that stuff back from their house a little bit so that uh, moisture doesn't gather, you know, and cause uh, the wood to rot and stuff like that. So it actually just gives a, a place for them to be able to be without anybody being able to see them. So lighting, you said, what, what, what do I need to think about with lighting? Uh, you know, you, you can tell when you drive down the road, um, you know, look at houses, you know, a house that's well lit, 
you know, you notice those, you know, people who have uh, uh, landscaping lights out around, you know, they don't even have to cost a lot of money uh, to put some lighting out there. There's tons of them that you can put all over the place that are just solar powered. Right. Yep. Uh, And uh, with, uh, I actually replaced all of the lighting around uh, my place. Uh, I had uh, three mercury lights and uh, I got rid of those uh, and I put uh, nine nice big LED lights all the way around the perimeter of my house. And all nine of those lights actually light more area for less cost than one of those mercury lights. Easy. Easy. So um, the days of, you know, being worried about leaving lights on and things like that are long gone. Uh, Those LED lights are perfect. Uh, Mount them nice and high so that somebody can't knock them out with uh, the handle of a, a broom or something like that. Uh, and uh, it'll keep the, the perimeter of your house illuminated very nicely. Now, doors. A lot of folks focus on the doors, and, and rightly so, because we see uh, a lot of time when someone's making entry into a home illegally or unauthorized entry, it's just there's something in, in social human programming that says use the entryway. And we often see them use the front door or the back door. So that would definitely be a priority for me to make sure my doors are hardened the best I could. And even if it means I can't get them in, but if I can create a delay or an early warning, you know, notification from the sound that it takes because it's difficult, more difficult to get into my house. Sure. Um, uh, what I've done in my house is uh, I've actually uh, taken uh, the standard uh, door that if you're standing outside the house, you turn the knob and push the door into the house. Um, I've taken and uh, switched my doors around. Make it an outward opening door, right? And made it an outward opening door. Uh, it, it, that, that in and of itself completely stops. You know, you get a good metal door, uh, even if it's in a wood frame, it's okay. Uh, you know, having that mounted properly in your home uh, so that it's a pull door instead of a push door alleviates somebody just being able to come up and just kick the door in. You yep. know, now they have to bring tools or something to from a breacher standpoint which i i am officially a breacher (laughs) if you see me i'm flexing right now um (laughs) there is a huge difference difference in a pull and push door huge difference push door is tremendously easier in most circumstances than than the pull door that that definitely makes a difference and when someone's getting in a pull door there's most likely going to be some serious noise happening right and in some places uh you know, if you replace a uh, an old door uh, with an energy efficient door, you know you can get some tax credits for it sometimes, uh, and things like that. So there's different ways to maybe uh, offset that. Certainly, if you have a door that uh, is is not insulating your house very well, uh, replacing that door and making sure you have a nice insulated door uh, that seals up good is going to reduce the cost of uh, heating and cooling your home too. So, you know, eventually, you know, you make this money back. If that's not an option for you uh, and the door opens into your home from the outside, uh, the only thing that's protecting you and your family from the person on the other side of the door is where uh, that uh, striker uh, plate is mounted in the door frame uh, and that lock catches that striker plate. It's like two screws. Two screws. Uh, Standard uh, doors have uh, a little tiny screw in there. Uh, and all uh, the bad guy has to do is break the wood where those two little screws are. Um, uh, In addition to making my doors outward opening, uh, I have routered out that area and replaced it with quarter inch thick steel 
Uh, and you know, so I replaced the striker with a, a steel plate, and that steel plate is actually screwed into a, a nice wood structure with nice four-inch long screws. So uh, it makes it uh, considerably more difficult to, uh, you know, force that lock open and break that door jam. Um, the uh, the next thing is is having a good deadbolt. Um, uh, a lot of people recommend a deadbolt with a lock on a key lock on both sides. Uh, if you have kids in your home, uh, I recommend against this because uh, in the event of a fire, which is actually probably more likely than a home invasion, uh, you know the kids need to be able to uh, walk up to that door and turn that deadbolt to be able to let themselves out. If that's a key lock uh, and the key's put up somewhere, you might have just trapped your family inside the house. Uh, so. You know, keep the door so it's still a means of egress. Um, but, uh, you know, there, there's plenty of ways to harden it with a, a, a good, uh, what they call a double throw deadbolt. Uh, double throw deadbolt means that that bolt is sliding extra far into the frame uh, to, uh, to give you some extra beefiness there uh, to keep that door from being forced. Uh, windows and doors. Uh, are not very good. This would be a situation where a double key deadbolt would be advisable. If you have a window that uh, somebody could break and just reach in and turn the, the deadbolt, that's mm -hmm. not a good situation, right? So, like if there's a window uh, on the door where that's I right. easily you break that and get that's in. That's right. Yep. yep. So, um, addition, uh, in addition to that, uh, I highly recommend uh, having a good set of uh, chain lock, like you see on a hotel. Um, and what that allows you to do is, first of all, that's a, a, a very uh, sizable barrier. If they're able to defeat the, the, uh, the knob and the deadbolt, uh, and then now the chain catches the door. Um, it, Noise, and they're, they're a bit nastier than you would expect yes, to get yeah. through. Yep, they're harder to get through. Uh, now, I've and, seen the video where the guy used the rubber band and all that stuff and gets it off, and it, uh, it still takes a little bit of time, and that is a, a quieter way to do it if they have the dexterity and everything else to do all those things. Right, but remember, they've already breached the other two locks, so right. they've already made a lot of noise. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, then, sure, if you want to take that much time, buddy, go right ahead. Um, but uh, the, the reason why uh, this is important is is because when somebody uh, knocks at the door and you go to answer the door, you can leave that chain lock on there and open the door far enough that you can see who it is. Uh, a lot of times these home invasions, they knock on the door and you open the door crack and they put their foot there. And, and and now you know they have uh, uh, they've they've gained a foothold into your into your home. Now does that change still help if I have a pull door like you have? Uh, it can. It's just not as effective. Right. Yeah. So they're a little bit in right. if you open the door for them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, and the other thing is is on a pull door it allows them to be able to reach in easier and and, and unlatch that or what have you. But um, it's still going to be difficult with a, a short chain getting right. the leverage to move it it's yep. interesting though yep i agree maybe i should invent something for a pull door that'd be that'd be cool yeah yeah um but uh you know certainly you know having your doors beefed up you know is uh the, the whole intent there is to is to cause this person enough effort to try and get in that they give up and go somewhere else or they realize that they've made such an amount of noise uh and and this this gives you time uh to prepare yourself for what may or may not be about to happen or set off the alarm if you're not home you know what alarm systems uh in, in this day and age uh you know 
let me put it this way. When I first became a police officer, I hated alarms. Mm -hmm. They were unreliable. Uh, there were false alarms all the time. Uh, and, uh, and, and when there's false alarms all the time, it caused people not to set them anymore. You know, um, the cost of them used to be pretty significant. Now you can get a good uh, alarm system installed in your home that monitors for fire, monitors for carbon monoxide, uh, monitors for uh, uh, you know any breach of your home, and call somebody when something bad happens. It's, you, there's a lot of people they do specials for free installation and twenty dollars a month, thirty dollars right. a month, depending on what level you're getting. Right. So you know, a good alarm system is is good. I, I I do not. I am not sold on the internet-based ones quite yet. I think the, uh, the you know they're not quite there with that technology. But uh, an alarm system that works on a landline phone at your home. A lot of them have redundancies for that. That's right. Yeah. So uh, you know, here's what I do know. I have investigated hundreds and hundreds of burglaries in my career, and I've only been to one house that was burglarized that had an alarm system. That's a clue. That is a clue. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'll tell you how that investigation went. I talked to the, the man and the woman that lived there at the house, and I said, uh, did you set the alarm when you left? Yes, we did. Who has the code to the alarm? Uh, me and my wife and her crackhead uncle. There you go. It, it, it didn't take Sherlock Holmes to... Uh, figure out who it was that was in the house and and recover those items for them. So uh, it, it an alarm system is a good thing. Bad guy sees an alarm system, and, and any good bad guy just like me can spend a few seconds outside your home and know whether you have an alarm system or not. They can peer in the windows and see the sensors, uh, see the uh, contacts on the door from outside the house, and they simply go to the neighbor's house that doesn't have the alarm system. They don't even want to deal with it. So a properly installed alarm system is uh, one of my number one go-tos for a good home defense system. Awesome. So after the alarm, let's talk about, you know, that's a little bit of hard in the structure and, you know, early warnings and getting, uh, if we're not home, getting, you know, law enforcement or first responders on the way. There's, uh, and there's, there's tons of stuff you could talk about with alarms. You know, there's tons of, there's things that they do for you. I mean, research your alarms that are available in your area because there's some that'll, that'll, you don't have to pick up the phone when they call, Hey, did your alarm, is this real or not? You know, give us your code, blah, blah. Uh, there's plenty of alarms that no matter what's going on, they will announce themselves in your house and you can hear or communicate wherever you are in your house with that, you know, dispatcher, whoever it is that's, that's calling on that at the call center so then they can they can contact dispatch uh, and get people out there. So tons of, of really, really cool stuff. Stuff's came a long ways uh, in the alarm world. I, I used to actually recommend years ago, like, it's a waste of money, you know, that even having the alarm. Uh, but, you know, the way it is now, it's it's pretty impressive. So definitely something to spend some time and look, for, look into. Right. Most alarm systems can also be countered by the fact that, you know, if you have a certificate that uh, you've installed an alarm system and it's being monitored, it takes enough money off your homeowner's insurance or your renter's insurance that it almost pays for itself. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's, there's quite a bit of benefit to that and a lot of peace of mind. Uh, the next step after alarm systems, if, uh, if you've got the cash to do it, is uh, a good camera system. Uh, in my opinion, in the next 10 years, camera systems are going to replace alarm systems. Uh, they are 
uh, some of the cameras out there, like the Mobotics cameras and things like that, are highly advanced. Um, they, you won't, you don't get the false alarms with those. Prices keep coming down. Prices keep coming down, and, and you know, having, you know, being able to look at your phone and check on your kids when you're away, you know, or having that camera system watching the door that they'll notify you when it detects motion there. Uh, you know, those th those are going to replace alarm systems. Uh, from my uh, place where I normally sit in my house, uh, I have security cameras that I can see the uh, the majority of the perimeter of my house. There's a lot of those that are available right now that don't require any type of subscription. It's a one-time plug-and-play. Uh, they're set up, and everything else is ran through an app that you log in, and you don't pay any monthly subscription fees or anything else. You're there. You're set up. Right. Yep. Uh, what I don't like about those is I haven't seen one yet that uh, that you know like there's a monitor in my living room where if I hear a noise outside uh, in a half a second I can look over and I can see the perimeter of my house. I can see the entry doors. I, I can see what's going on outside. I can see my cars. Um, you know, it's you have it's, a monitor that comes on whenever there's motion detecting in your in your bedroom. <laughs> What's this now? You have a monitor in your bedroom that pops on. No, no, I'm talking about my living room. Okay. You know, oh, you have one in your living room too? Yeah, if I'm sitting in my living room watching TV and I hear something outside, all I, all I have to do is look at the monitor and I can see the grounds. So it's, it's, it's actually pretty nice. And, and when all of a sudden something comes up different or messed with. So are you with, paranoid or are you a guy who has seen a lot of I have just negative seen, things around? I have just seen so many people's stuff get taken by people who don't deserve it <laughs> you know that you know i mean it's a fact of life you know i mean yeah. i i've had since i've installed my cameras i've had at least three instances at my house where things have happened that the crime was solved by me handing the sheriff uh that flash drive i wonder how many people out there listening have had people try to go in their house or maybe they, they maybe that bottle of pills is missing is missing because somebody came in there. Oh, I, I guarantee it, especially if you have, uh, you know, I, I, I am certain of the fact that if you have listeners that's moms and dads are getting older, uh, I, I am certain that people have been in those people. I mean, that's, that is one of the major things, yep. you know, uh, enter without leaving a trace, go to the medicine cabinet, uh, steal that bottle of pills or replace it with pills that yep. weren't the same. Which is, you know, so so people don't think that anybody's been there. Uh, you know, I know everybody's thinking I'm outlandish, but I'm telling you, it happens. no, you're not at all. <laughs> um, but uh, not you with know, the pill addiction this country has. I, you know, and security cameras. I mean, you can go cheap. You can go to one of the big box stores and you can buy, you know, a 14 camera system for. 400 bucks that's really not the way to go um get a good dvr if you can only afford uh two or three cameras to start with get two or three really good cameras and if later on uh money's good again you can add cameras to that system um those cheaper cameras uh especially if they're mounted outside the sunlight bleaches out the uh the the image thermals now they have thermal cameras. They they make such Insane. they make incredible stuff. It it it, it really really uh, the sky's the limit if you've got a little bit of cash. So 
Um, that's my next. That's my next layer of defense. You know, people should look at security like an onion, mm -hmm. right? Uh, the bad guy should have to peel back the layers of the onion to get to what you're trying to protect, and and that's what we're talking about. Yeah, in the military, we call that a defense in depth. So right. We, we have we have a that's setup right. where they have to go through multiple layers to to penetrate that def defense. That's right. And that's what makes defense so powerful. Uh, when we come right back after this. Uh, we've pretty much covered the outside exterior. There's still plenty more that we could have talked about and go more detail about right, this. This, you, this could be se this could be seven episodes in and of itself. Yeah, you, you know, we're touching, we're scratching the surface. You know, you we're get the idea. Yeah. So uh, we're going to talk about inside uh, and, and you know maybe actions whenever uh, there is someone trying to make entry or your kids are at home. Uh, right when we get back. In the 1911 world, there's Nighthawk Custom, and then there's everyone else. Nighthawk Custom makes the highest in quality 1911, under the motto, One Gun, One Gunsmith. Each 1911 is handmade with each part fitted by one gunsmith from start to finish. Nighthawk Custom is giving away one of their custom 1911s every 90 days this year. All you need to do to register is visit www.nighthawkcustom.com forward slash gunfightercast and sign up. All right, welcome back. So if we're in the home, and I'm in bed. This is what everybody has. This is what this is. This is everybody's event. This right. is what I hear about all the time. Right, dude. What do I do when things go bump in the night? And the wife's like, "Aren't you gonna get up and go check that?" I'm like, no, I'm sleeping. You go check it. You know how to use a gun and a flashlight, right? Uh, Matt Jake, we what, said. What should we do? Matt, Matt Jake, we said the uh, the home alarm system uh, goes something like this. First, it's the dog, then it's the wife, and then it's the wife waking you up. <laughs> so, <laughs> as, yeah, that's about of, right. <laughs> that's right. Um, so, uh, so someone's breaking into your home, right? Uh, you know, uh, the first thing, the first plan of defense that I would have is um, making sure that you can get the family together. You know, your family should know uh, in the event of an emergency, where are we going to meet up? A lot of times anymore, uh, we have... Uh, mom and dad or uh um you know uh, your wife's mom or dad living with you elderly folks that aren't very mobile maybe the family's going to that room or if you have small children maybe that's where the family's meeting up is is is, is in that youngsters uh, so we're talking about having a plan rehearsed and you that's know, right this is going to be our ensconce location we're going to move here that's right every the family knows where to meet in the event of an emergency maybe maybe it's dad's job to protect the stairwell while mom gets all the kids into one room, you know, uh, you know, consolidate uh, the family members and, and get them into one spot. Um, the so uh, housing design hasn't changed much over the years as far as the bedrooms are upstairs. If you have yeah. a two-story building, sure. there's a reason for that. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, the, the family needs to be a part of this plan, you know, and I, I think we want to talk about uh, you know, uh, creating a safe room in another episode or whatever, and I'll, I'll get more into depth with that. We are going to talk more about, so we're not going to cover the what's in that room and everything else right now, but in the next episode, we're going to go in detail about that. That's right. Yeah. So um, then, you know, once the family's all consolidated in that room, you know, a, a, a lot of guys, you know, want to go and investigate that noise, you know. Uh, I advise against that. You know, I, 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 part of my job is to train people, uh, professionals, to clear buildings, and they suck at it. <laughs> you know, uh, you might suck worse. <laughs> so, but and it, let's think about the advantage here. 
I, I don't care if you're the best SWAT ninja out there That's ever. That's exactly right. If I'm in this house and you have no idea where I am, and you're going to look and see what that noise is and possibly encounter somebody in that process, the risk associated with that is insane. That's right. I'm going to get in a spot, and I'm going to ambush you, and it's going to be over, and you're not even going to see what happened to you. That's very possible. And, and, and here's, here's what I want to add to that. If you're a mom or a dad responsible for the protection of the family, and you go to investigate that, and you lose that fight, what is the next line of defense for your family? Hopefully you have one. Hopefully you have one, but maybe there, maybe you're not. I mean, right. what do you expect your eight-year-old uh, son or daughter to do? You know, uh, you know uh, so the best thing that you can do is once everybody's in that, in that room, uh, you retreat to that room as well. So you only have one door uh, to watch uh, to you know, be that last line of defense for the family, right? Uh, if possible... And time allows, and I know I'm going to get a lot of people uh, that are going to be mad at me for saying this. Yeah, and before you do that, Joe, I, I want to say something because I've, I've seen a lot of classes and a lot of instructors. People say, I don't teach people how to clear houses because you should never clear your house. You know, I'm not saying that, and I don't no. think Joe's saying that either. No. If I drive home tomorrow and I see my door looks like it's open and it shouldn't be, or there's been forced entry there, and I'm hearing sounds in my house that are indicative of something going bad— Guess what's about to get cleared? Right. You know, my house. I'm not waiting on police to arrive or anything else. And I can think of a few other situations where I would clear the house as well. So just, I'm not saying it's not a good skill to have or, or you know, get that after your basic handgun and more intermediate stuff and everything else. You know, might be something we want to learn down the road. But it's uh, in this situation, bump in the night, I should be thinking about my family not going and, and clearing a house. Right. right. And, I, and I want to add a little something to that. You know, every state is different. In Ohio, uh, if you arrive home and it looks like somebody kicked your door in and there's somebody inside there, if you're going to go in there and clear your house, you better be able to articulate that there's likely to be a family member in right. danger there. You know, if you know that your family isn't home... I'm and, not clearing the house in that situation. That's right. right. You know, so, you know, remember, you know, let the law work for you. You know, if you are already safe outside your home in Ohio... You know, the law says that you need to stay safe outside your home and call the police. You know, nobody's saying don't go rescue your family. If I have a family member in that house, you know, the world can't stop me right, from going exactly. in there. And, and, and the law will protect you there. Uh, but, you know, that can't be a made-up articulation. If, if you know darn well right. your kids are in school and your wife is at work yeah. or your husband's at work, uh, there, there is, there's absolutely no reason for you to, to go in. And, and I'm not going to go put myself in that risk. That's right. Over a TV. Or That's something. right. It's, it's a ridiculous. property crime at that yep. point. So, uh, in, in Ohio, you cannot use deadly force to protect property. So, um, I mean, that, and, and, you know, I know other states are, are different than that. I'm just throwing that out there for something to consider. Um, so, you know, what I'm about to say is, you know, and like I said, I, I know I'm going to get some kickback for this, but uh, in my opinion, the best thing you can do at that point, once you know that your family is safe and together, is, is give, that, give that warning. You know, yell out, hey, uh, get out of my house. I, I have a gun and I've called the police. You know, that does two things for you. First of all, in my experience, most of these burglaries like this are property crimes. As soon as that burglar discovers that someone's actually home, yep. they're running away. 
the last thing you should really want is to start a gunfight in your house. And we the, see home invasions, but home invasions are skewed. That's right. It's, it's skewed because a lot of this is, man, that dude sold us the wrong stuff, or this thing went down, or like we're going to get that guy. That's right. And it's a criminal invading a criminal's home, now, and we see that a lot. I have seen where, you know— uh, not saying that's the only thing that happened. I, I have seen where, you know, young thugs— you know, know that uh, uh, this old man lives there and he's yep. got a coin collection or something like that. Those things do happen, you know. Uh, uh, you know, but you're right. Most well, where home- I just where I lived for three years in, in Wichita, there was a, a time where I mean, almost unaffiliated, didn't even know people, just went in and, and, and captured people and ended up murdering most of them. Sure, um, can't even figure out why, you know. And it's uh, so the, the the thing happens, but it's it's not common. Right. But neither. But I still carry a gun for things that could happen to me that aren't common at all. Sure. And so it, we should totally plan for it. I'm not saying that at all. And and you know, and in the home invasion scenarios, you know, that's certainly why I recommend that if you're at home, you're carrying your gun. You know, the gun in your bedroom doesn't do you any good if you're sitting in your living room and the door blasts open. Absolutely. You know? So you know, um, but but giving that warning does two things for you. Hopefully, it makes the bad people run away. All right. Uh, the second thing it does for you is if the bad people don't run away, now you know what you're dealing with. Yep. You know, if you give that warning and those people continue up those steps towards your family, uh, you know what time it is. You know, uh, you're about to fight. That's right. Yep. That's right. You know, so you know that does that does a lot of good things for you. Uh, you know, uh, in my opinion, a lot of folks would argue that oh, they're gonna you're gonna know where you're at. What would you say to that? <clears throat> I'd say that's fine. Uh, I, I know for a fact that <clears throat> most of the time that home burglaries turn violent is when the bad guy happens upon you unexpectedly. Yep. You know, uh, the, you know, the bad guy uh, pushes open the bedroom door and all of a sudden there's someone there. The fight's on. You, you know, their natural instinct is to fight for themselves. You know, your natural instinct is to fight for yourself. You know, so now someone's coming out of that hurt or dead, right? So statistically speaking, we know that the, the most violent time uh, in, in a home, uh, a burglary or something like that is when the burglar discovers that there's an occupant there at the last second. You know, so given that warning lets, them, lets, you know, lets that person know this home is occupied uh, and the police are on the way. You know, and I, I I would venture to guess that the majority of the time that would de-escalate the situation. Unless there's some kind of, lack of a better word, <clears throat> vendetta. There's a reason why they're there. Sure. Attacking you, like there, you're a target for whatever reason. If uh, if they just wanted some bills, some pills, and some jewelry, and uh, whatever else they needed, which we see most of the time. Um, yeah, they're probably rolling out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're gone. Oh, and, got a gun? And, police on the way? I don't like this. And, and, and if the and if the person has a vendetta against you and they're breaking into your home to come after you, chances are they already probably know where you're at. Yeah. You know, this is somebody that knows you. Probably somebody has been in your house before. Like, there's some reason for this vendetta, right? I mean, uh, they, they're not. You know, they, they've they've done their homework if they're coming after you, probably, right? So. Yep. Um, you know, uh, that, you know, and, 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 and if you're in a downstairs of my house and I yell down the steps, you truly don't know where I'm at. Yeah. You just know I'm up there. Yeah, exactly. You're downstairs. I'm in a room somewhere and all the reflective surfaces and everything else that are out there from the sound waves and stuff. You, you got You know, I'm upstairs. 
Right. That's what you know. And 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 once again, you know, I, I want to just say, if you say get the out of my house, I have a gun and I've called the police, and the voice comes from downstairs saying, "Dad, it's just me." That's a good day too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, that's a good day too. Uh, you might have just alleviated shooting that uh, shadowy figure that's coming up the steps thinking that it's a bad guy because you know our minds immediately jump to what the worst case scenario could be yep. you know okay so we have this ensconced location we we have a command that we've given them um they don't leave they continue to search we just stay there and hold and then and continue to call out to them uh, I, I don't know that i would continue to call out to them at that point Get your point across already? I got my point across already. Now I'm just in total lockdown defense mode. You know, my my job is to, is to guard that threshold where me and my family are, uh, you know, with, with all I have. And I'm going to stand there and I'm going to wait for them to get there because that puts me in an advantage. Um, if uh, my uh, significant other or one of my kids have the ability uh, to dial 911 or call the... I actually recommend, you know, calling the, your local police department directly. It, it astounds me the amount of people, especially, especially in rural areas, that don't truly know exactly what police department is responsible for their house. Um, you know, so calling that police department that's in your jurisdiction directly is much faster uh, and, and gets help there quicker. Uh, you know, have them, you know, tell the tell the uh, officers responding what's going on um, and that you have armed yourself uh, and you're on the second floor. You know, let 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 the police come to you. Uh, a smart police officer is going to have that dispatcher stay on the line with you and your family. Uh, and once that police officer arrives, you know, they'll deconflict the link up between you and law enforcement so that you're not shooting a law enforcement officer and that law enforcement officer isn't going to mistakenly shoot you as the bad guy. Right. So they continue to come in that door. Um, in Ohio, uh, you know, we have Castle Doctrine here. Uh, you know, Castle Doctrine allows you to be able to protect your family, uh, and it alleviates you from having to prove that uh, this person has a weapon that can cause you serious physical harm. Um, it, it alleviates uh, having to prove that they have a delivery system for that weapon that they may or may not have um it uh, uh you do not have a duty to retreat under those circumstances in the state of ohio uh so you know all you really have to prove is this person has ill intent towards you and your family uh and that you're afraid remember you have to be uh, afraid to be able to use force on another human being and just about every state i've ever researched you know uh, otherwise you are the aggressor you know, so you have to be able to, you know, articulate, hey, I'm afraid of what's going to happen to me and my family, and this person has the intent. It's very easy to prove that intent if you've called out and right. said, get the heck out of my house. I have a gun and I've called the police. Especially and, if that's on your recording, on your phone call. That's right. You know, uh, and that person continues to come for you. Uh, you've already, you have intent recorded, <laughs> you know, so uh, that's a good day, you know. 
um, that person tries to come in in the home then into that uh, area where you've uh, you and your family are uh, trying to stay safe uh, then you have the uh, legal ability to do uh, whatever means necessary to protect yourself and your family when we come right back we're going to talk about that deconfliction uh, when the responding officers arrive we'll be right back this episode of Gunfighter Cast is brought to you by Bravo Concealment Holsters. Use our coupon code GUNFIGHTER at checkout when you visit bravoconcealment.com and get 10% off your entire purchase. All right, welcome back. Joe, that officer arrives at the scene. What happens there? He pulls uh, up. He doesn't know if the bad guy's still in there, whatever. What, what's going on? Hey, well, you know, I'll tell you what. I have been on numerous calls in my career uh, where a family is in the upstairs and uh, they've heard that bump in the night and they're convinced that there's someone on the first floor and i show up and i walk around the outside of the house and i can't find a point of entry so now we're faced with a problem right either i have to kick your door in or they have to get up and go down or they have to come down through an area of the house do they ever send the cat down to open the door (laughs) that was making all the noise uh, no, they don't ever send the cat or the dog. Uh, but, uh, you know, so now you're in a serious uh, predicament, right? Uh, you either have to go or your wife, if you're at work, uh, or your husband while you're away has to leave those kids to go downstairs to let the police in. Uh, my advice is whatever location you've picked for your family to link up, have a spare key to your house uh, in that room. Um, you know, when you're at Lowe's or Home Depot, uh, you can buy one of those little uh, lights that go on a keychain that flash. You know, turn that on, open up the window. Or chem light. Chem light, whatever. And uh, they throw, expire. Yeah, they expire. Uh, throw that out to the police so they can let themselves in. Uh, the only thing that's worse uh, than having this happen to you and you being convinced and your family being convinced that there's a bad guy in the house with you is that now after the police leave, not be able to lock your door for the rest of that night, you know, because the police had to kick it in. And Joe's probably not going to sit out front all night and watch your house. uh, Yeah, it's probably not going to happen, right, because we got to roll the next call, you know. So, uh, you know, uh, having a means to be able to, you know, uh, let somebody into the house by tossing it out that upstairs window to them uh, is a great idea. might save a lot of damage to your house. Uh, in this situation and and, uh, I know this sounds like a uh, hardly ever happened situation but I've had this happen to me in my career numerous times uh, where uh, the homeowner on the other end is going I am not going downstairs to let you in you got to come to me which is probably a smart decision on their part Um, but uh, nonetheless it it leaves some damage and the inability to lock your house up. Uh, next thing is, you know, you want to make sure that you've asked that dispatcher to stay on the line with you, uh, because you want a way to be able to communicate with that officer. Uh, if the dispatcher is too busy and they hang up on you or you get disconnected, uh, you're going to want to open up that window and, and, uh, and, uh, have a, uh, conversation with that officer outside as to where you're at in the house, uh, and have them come to you. Um, once you know that the police are on the scene, 
and they get to that bedroom door and they knock on it, uh, the gun should have long been put away. Uh, you know, you don't want to be pointing the gun at the door that, that with a police officer standing on the other side of it. Uh, that, that's never a good situation. And, and certainly if you were the police officer, you wouldn't want somebody pointing a gun at you, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so two different ways of being able to link up through dispatch or by opening up the window and, and talking to them, uh, you know, uh, while they're on the scene for sure. That's a lot of information. Uh, really, really good stuff. One of the things we talked about in there was, uh, the safe room concept or its location, uh, or what have you. When we come back in the next episode, Gumfighter cast episode number 133, we'll be talking about those safe rooms and those locations, what to have in there, what to do, why it's there, and all those things uh, in the next episode. Guys, thanks for listening. Until next time, Gunfighter Cast. <laughs>